0: September 20th, Canadians are going to head to the polls as the Liberals hope to convert their minority government into a majority government. Is that the only reason why we're headed to the polls? Global News Chief Political Correspondent David Aiken joining us on the line here this morning to recap the last 24 hours.
1: So David, what convinced the Liberals that, that now was the time to go? Well, that was the first question, the second question, the third question that Justin Trudeau got as he left Trudeau Hall was why now? And, and his answer was a bit of a creative take, if you ask me. His answer was, well, why not now? I mean, we're coming out of a pandemic into recovery. Why wouldn't Canadians want to have a national discussion about where the country's going? Why wouldn't you want to have a chance to choose the leaders for the recovery? So that's his answer. Take it for what it is. But, you know, Rob, you and I both know that the first rule of minority governments or minority premiers or prime minister is become a majority so it's completely normal that you know uh, 18 months to 2 years into a minority a prime minister looks for an opportunity you know trudeau's a little ahead in the polls not terribly ahead he's a little ahead to to go for it. Of course, the big wrinkle is we're in a pandemic. That is completely unusual. But, you know, you guys in Alberta certainly watch what happened in B.C. next door when John Horgan, he had a minority government in B.C. He had a coalition with the Greens. Uh, There's a pandemic on. He seems to be managing it well. His poll numbers shot up. Couldn't help himself. He called an election in the middle of a pandemic. And he got hauled over it for being opportunistic and endangering public health. And what was his reward he got his majority same thing with Blaine Higgs over there in New Brunswick a conservative who was in the minority position with a weak liberal opposition he saw his chance in a pandemic and he took it and he got his majority so you know that the record right now for uh, provincial incumbents in this in that have had pandemic elections incumbents are 4-0. Newfoundland Labrador, Saskatchewan, Scott Moe, John Horgan in BC, Blaine Higgs, they've all won majorities. So Trudeau, uh, as I said, he is doing well in the polls. He starts with a national lead but um, it, it, campaigns matter and you know I, I've, I've been saying for a month now that there is really, I mean the regional polls are really going to make a difference this time. In Ontario and Quebec Aaron O'Toole and the Conservatives, they're doing as okay or as bad as Andrew Scheer did in 2019. The numbers really haven't moved versus 2019 in the two big provinces, in Western Canada, and particularly in Alberta. Oh my gosh, there's incredible volatility, and it's all because conservative support for O'Toole compared to conservative support with Scheer has crumbled in Alberta. If you look back, look it up, in 2019, 80% of Albertans voted for the Shear Conservatives, 80%. You look at any poll from any pollster over the last, I don't know, three or four months, check out the Alberta number. O'Toole's polling like around 40 45%, half of what Shear had. That's Alberta. That's the, that's the biggest swing, but it's like that across the West. The West just doesn't seem to be into Aaron O'Toole, and that's an opportunity, believe it or not, for Justin Trudeau's Liberals in calgary in edmonton for jug Singh's sings ndp mostly in edmonton i don't think that the uh the federal ndp are looking at anything else in alberta but you know when you're talking about a conservative leader losing i don't know a couple of seats three four seats maybe in the conservative heartland that's uh that says something about you know where Aaron o'toole's gonna have to spend some time and resources
0: Yeah, look, there are challenges, obviously, for any opposition party here. I mean, uh, certainly the vaccine issue went from a real liability to the liberals uh, to a real asset for them. Things have gone really well in the last few months. Uh, The economic recovery, we're starting to see signs of that. But, you know, we're at an odd moment right now because we're not quite out of this pandemic and there's some uncertainty about where things stand going forward. And I I think maybe that links to some of the volatility out there that you're talking about. So as much as we can see some incumbent advantages going into
1: this election, they, they shouldn't take anything for granted should they no absolutely not i completely agree and we know we've seen this delta variant um has caused a fourth wave um on the other hand we have seen public health officers both provincial public health officers where there's been a pandemic election and right now uh the chief public health officer of canada have said yes we we you know elections can be done safely but it is a huge wild card and and here's one of the bigger wild cards is um even though we've had four, well, we actually have five because Nova Scotia is in the just coming to the end of their provincial election, so we've the, all the political players in Canada now have some experience about okay how do I find voters for example how do I find my supporters because door knocking is not what it used to be even you will see some candidates try to knock on doors they'll they'll stand back on the curb or you know request you know go to the common room maybe in an apartment block but there'll be a lot of voters that don't I don't want anybody I don't want strangers on my front porch or something like that so campaigns have to find different ways to reach to voters and here's how you're gonna see it you're gonna see a lot of text messages that maybe you didn't want but that is now the equivalent of you know the old road RoboDial is candidates just go out to a phone company and buy a bunch a bunch of cell phone numbers and start blasting them with text messages you're going to see tiktok social media digital youtube and it's it's all going to be algorithms that fine-tune a message to uh you know fine-tune a different message to say a senior on a fixed income to a family looking for a first home to a student with a big uh, student debt everybody's going to get a a digital personalized message which is very different and then you know voters i mean we've seen this in other. Elections, you're gonna you're gonna probably vote differently, uh, and it's probably gonna be mail-in ballots for a lot of people. You probably know this stat, Rob, but in in in, in 2019, 50,000 Canadians voted by mail. Just 50,000, and 18 million voted. Just 50,000 voted by mail. Well, this time around, Elections Canada expects five million Canadians to vote by mail and you can actually start to get your mail-in ballot. You can apply for it right now. It's online at elections.ca. That's the Elections Canada website. And how does that change things? If you're getting a mail-in ballot today or you can be going to an in-person advance ballot which you're going to advance balloting office which will open very soon well, campaigns changed, and we saw evidence of that literally as we just went on air, Rob, because the Conservatives, they just released their full election platform. Why wait? People are going to start to vote, and we've seen this in every provincial campaign, they vote early. And so the the parties to get out there with their platforms, get out the vote early, 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 Is uh, is how that has to happen. It's going to be interesting. You mentioned the the, the conservative platform
0: really emphasizing recovery. There were a lot of conversations Mm -hmm. yesterday about vaccines and vaccine passports and vaccine requirements. Are we kind of getting a sense already of what what the themes are, are going to be in this campaign?
1: I think it's still early. I mean, uh, th- that was one of the things that, to be honest, I was a little surprised uh, from the liberals, from the incumbent. When Trudeau came out and, you know, I th- I kind of thought there might be a ballot question there or some big vision. And, and they've, they've released uh, three English TV ads now. And really, all they are from the Trudeau Liberals are like, we just want to keep doing what we're doing. Let's let's keep yeah. doing it. We're, we're doing, which is odd because they didn't need to have an election because they weren't really getting much opposition in Parliament because the NDP was often voting with the Liberals, if not the NDP, then the Bloc Quebecois. So, anyways, um, I'm I'm waiting to see really where the liberals want to go in terms of vision other than keep on keep on yes the, the conservatives definitely i think they want they know that if you look at that polling again, they know that canadians do give the conservatives a bit more cred on economy, more so than the other parties. So they want to leverage that advantage. And talk more about that. jugmeet Singh and the NDP, you know, they are really, we're fighting for you. I mean, it's almost classic NDP. Obviously, they're on the left. Yesterday, it was all about let's tax the ultra-rich uh, and make them pay for uh, et cetera, et cetera. They're going to be talking about clawing back some of the subsidies that went to big businesses. Uh, you know, the Air Canada's of the world that then went on to give both bonuses to CEOs. That's populist kind of stuff. Today, Jugmeet Singh is in Toronto, and he's talking about where's the vaccine passports? Got to have those by September for school and parents who are worried about that sort of thing. So, you know, there's a few issues that have started in the first 24 hours, vaccines and health, but economy. Um, But I think uh, and you know just before the break you were talking about afghanistan that is definitely trudeau's getting more questions on that today because obviously there's a lot of people in afghanistan trying to get out of there that helped canadians help canadian soldiers ngos diplomats and and you know trudeau had it wasn't trudeau's war but it's it was certainly uh, there's some criticism there about how quickly the trudeau government reacted in the last weeks or so to get people out so that's definitely a, an issue as this campaign opens
0: some busy days ahead. David, looking forward to all the coverage and appreciate you making some time for us here this morning.
1: Hey, no problem at all. Cheers.
0: All the best. There you go. That is David Aiken, uh, Global News Chief Political Correspondent, spearheading our election coverage, which, well, I mean, I guess technically it began yesterday. September 20th is when we're going to go to the polls. And look, this is going to be an interesting election. I mean, even if you're of the opinion that we don't need an election right now, there is that opportunity here. That I suppose, to what the prime minister said, we are at a pivotal moment here as decisions get made going forward about how best to emerge from this pandemic. We've got a sense of what the liberals think is necessary or their ideas for how government uh, can really shape society going forward. Is it too much, too much government involvement, too much of a price tag? And I guess if you think it is, then maybe isn't it better now? To intervene isn't it better to to now step in and say you know what we want a different direction as opposed to going a year or two years from now and then having to undo all of that spending undo all of that expansion of government.